0: hey i'm back the culture edition is back and after a much needed and long hiatus one year and six months to be exact for those that are counting this podcast is in full effect for sculpting and molding all the things that are catalyst for change even me i am in full effect sculpting and molding and definitely learning In doing that, there has been a lot of chaos, and not just in America, but in the mind, in the household, and just in life in general, you know? And it just makes it so hard to be gracious, inspired, and definitely hopeful. Yet innovation has been the distraction and fuel for so many Innovation, which is like my word for this episode, is described as a new method or idea or product, can even be synonymous to change or sculpting or molding. The point is, may we find innovation within ourselves? As my next guest has utilized innovation to find purpose and meaning where it seems like purpose and meaning are non-existent. A local organization here in Memphis called light memphis is the epitome of innovation so i hope you enjoy this raw clip of light memphis it's long overdue and collected a lot of dust due to its creation in 2021 but while long overdue it's not any less worthy so please sit back and listen to these very innovative voices What's going on? This is another episode of the culture edition. And I always say this, but this episode actually is a little different. I don't have one guest or two guests. I have three guests with me. This is a panel talk slash panel discussion. And just go ahead and state your names and who you are.
1: Should I start off? Yeah,
0: go ahead uh, start us off.
1: OK. Um, hi everyone. My name is Lauren Rounds. I am the creator and host of a podcast named I Too Am America: Voices of Gen Z, and I'm 15 years old. Oh my gosh! What? Um, okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> hey everybody. My name is Jalen McCarley. I'm the CEO of Greatest Game, which is a designer streetwear brand committed to making others feel like the best version of themselves, and I'm 17 years old. <laughs>
3: Awesome. Um, My name is Sophia Fizeme. I am the Program Director of Light Memphis, which is how I got involved with the lovely two people who just introduced themselves. <laughs> um, and so Light Memphis is a nonprofit in the Memphis city area that works with um, students of color, particularly youth of color within the area to develop 21st century skills through entrepreneurship. And as for my age, I've turned 29 for the eighth time. I'm just kidding, I'm I'm 29, I am 29 years old. (laughs) Um, I don't mind saying my age, it's fine. Um, And yeah, I really enjoy working with students I like.
0: (laughs) Um, You do not look 29 and Lauren does not look 15. I really don't understand what's going on, but that's <laughs> crazy. Um, so I want to jump into this by asking, what's the significance of your brand? And then what's the significance of your podcast? And also, um, Sophia, you can talk about the process um, in creating, you know, why podcasting? Then why branding? You know, so you can start us off, Lauren?
1: Uh, That's a loaded question. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) So I started my podcast because I felt like I, I love to listen to podcasts. I love hearing people share their opinions and things like that. And I just felt like, you know, the influence of black females as well as, you know, kids our age and our generation was not well represented in the podcast world and I feel like for a industry of storytelling it just seemed to be one kind of story being told so I wanted to end up and um I wanted to introduce you know our opinions and the way we look at everything we have going on in the world so
0: yes I love that answer what's your answer
2: well with me oh I love who's going is it me or Jake?
0: it doesn't matter take
3: it okay got you I think how about you go ahead then Jalen go
2: ahead well me I've always loved fashion and I've always like wanted to dress other people and have them like wear my own clothing so that's kind of how we started but then I, I've basically seen how how much of an impact that I can have on people's lives with having a brand like people when they get my clothes and they really like are so happy and they're so uh, they have so much joy when they wear my clothes. So it just, it just really, it really is exciting for people to see, exciting to see people like really like my brand. So.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so. yeah I agree. I, I think fashion definitely does. It, it transcends across the youth and podcasting does as well. So. Yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Oh, no, no, no worries. Um, I mean, my answer is a little bit different. Um, so with Light, we were definitely involved with both Lauren and Jalen in the development of their ideas. And so really with like the process of how that works, um, when we met Lauren and when we met Jalen, it really began with um, all of our students figuring out or identifying what is a problem or an opportunity that exists around them that they want to solve. Um, how is it already being addressed? And And if it's already being addressed, what are the different gaps that exist? So I know with Lauren, when we met you, you were really passionate about using your voice and connecting with youth, your age. And that's how we eventually got to that idea of working on a podcast. And with you, Jalen, we knew that you've already started a Greatness Gang and we were really passionate about clothing, so we were thinking, how could we support that process? And so through coaching and funding um, and all of that mixed together, and a lot of market research, data research through our curriculum, Lauren and Jalen launched some really awesome ideas and are still continuing to do great jobs with it. And many of our students continue to launch great ideas. So um, that's like our process at working with Light. Um, and then when it comes to branding, that is also a very important piece that we do teach with our students when it comes to developing their brand voice. So what is your identity? Um, how mm-hmm convey your message to a particular audience or age, um, and then how does that look, how does it sound, how does it look, how does it feel, like how does it make other people feel, those are all the things that um, that we keep in mind as well when we're working with students.
0: That's really awesome. I love that Light Memphis is birthing entrepreneurs, and they are allowing, you know, you all to fill in whatever you all want to fill in and whether that be through fashion or whether that be through podcasting. And so I want to dig a little deeper and I want to start off with Jalen and this fashion thing. Why the name Greatness Gang? Because every time I hear it, I love that. I love that name. It just, it stands out. So why that name?
2: Well, I initially, I always called myself Jalen Great and I got that name because my middle name is Alexander and I was always like Alexander the Great, you know, Jackie Great. Mm-hmm. And so I was always thinking about a name. And then I also did YouTube. And so I wanted to give a name to my subscribers, like like a fan base, like a supporters, like that. So okay. I just kinda You're thinking ahead.
0: My... You're thinking
2: ahead. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so I kinda with the name Greatness Gang. And instead of it being just merch, I kind of turned it into an entire brand that people can actually relate to, feeling like they're a part of and they can really just buy into.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love that answer. And I want to go to Lauren. And I want to ask you, everything that has happened, well, we just got to 2021. We just arrived on the Mm -hmm. ship. But 2020, there was a lot of stuff that happened. So how did you kind of incorporate that into your podcast and into your business? And what were your thoughts on that?
1: I had so many thoughts about what happened in 2020. I just had to make episodes about it, right? So um, my whole thing is you don't hear a lot of our voices as far as it comes to, you know, what's going on politically and in that kind of climate. So what I did was I pulled people in my circle. I pulled friends, you know, classmates, people I knew were willing to use their voice and speak on the issues that we were going through in 2020. And I made episodes about it, I started conversations, I um, I even did a panel with Light, and we talked about uh, some things going on in 2020, the social unrest, uh, the mental aspect of the entire thing, so yeah, I feel like, I feel like I went out of 2020 with my due diligence of uh, spreading the word, and, you know, sharing what I thought, and sharing what, you know, the people in my generation felt, so Yeah, but we got to do it all over again because it's already starting. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: you're right. But there's always something new to kind of, you know, verge on and to tackle, um, especially considering you said that you are targeting um, or you're, you know, going for Black women and Black girls. And that's really important. I listen to a lot of Black women and Black girl podcasts. Um, They're extremely inspiring. We don't have a lot of them. But when we do have them, I snatch it on up and I listen in. Um, (laughs) So I want to talk more about this initiative for Light Memphis and um, more about the process. So what about the colors and uh, for your, you know, your brand and how did you choose it? And then I want to talk more about, and you can dig deeper. You can pick any topic that you want to talk about, um, Lauren, that you talked about um, in your podcast so, Sophia, if you could talk about those initiatives um, and, you know, go ahead. Take the question. I don't even know. Just go ahead.
3: Gotcha. So to make sure I understand, so you want to know more about like our brands and our marketing? Yes. With that. Okay. Um, so with Light Memphis, like I'll even like with the name of Light and what it stands for, it's actually L-I-T-E Memphis instead of like. Mm-hmm. DHT and that actually um, came from an acronym which was Let's Innovate Through Education and of course with that being pretty lengthy we shortened it to Light Memphis Um, and so really through our brand um, we really focus um, a lot of value on of course being innovative Um, really just thinking differently and being creative of course and making sure that like our organization is known to youth so we actually went through a rebrand not too long ago Um, to where we went through a logo change color change and everything Um, and so we did a lot of market research with um, our outreach coordinator and other people and even getting student and family feedback when it came to actually developing what our brand would actually look like color wise and even on our social media that's something that we're very intentional with Um, when Mm -hmm. it comes to out what is our brand voice and how we wanna make sure that the message and the mission that we want to convey um, is being able to be understood by students, by schools, by families, all the different partners that we work with um, in collaboration in order to push our mission and vision forward um, with working with youth.
0: I love it, I love it. And um, Jalen, can you talk about why, well, what were your specifics and who your audience, who are you targeting when you are making these clothes?
2: Um, well, usually, usually like I'm talking more of, like the youth, more of, like a younger age. Like I talk, to was like 16 and maybe like 24. And but I've learned that my audience has really become more women. Like women really love my products, whether or not it's just my shirts, my hoodies. I just have known that and I've seen through data and just stuff like that, that women really, really love my products rather than more
0: than men. So... Oh, that's interesting, but I like it. Really it really was. I mean, I, I, I love a good sweatshirt any day. And then yeah. I saw, I saw, I had to stalk your uh, Instagram and, you know, you had a little tube, the tube tops that said greatness gang. That
1: yeah. was really cute. I'm gonna
0: have to, I'm gonna have to give me one, but um, Lauren, let's hone in more on these topics of what you were talking about you said the mental aspect of 2020 and then you also talked about how well we've had a lot of great deal of racism we've been fighting a war of racism and genocide for a very long time and so how did you or you can take that question in any way that you did and even talk about maybe a specific episode that you really thought hit home um
1: okay so i would say my first episode was the one that just really it, it took off everybody, it has the most listens out of season one, and that's the one that resonated with me most, I, it was right after, um, right after everything with George, George Floyd happened, the protest was starting to begin, and I just, I remember getting onto the mic, and I was just like, huh, I was about to cry, it was, uh, it was a lot emotionally, and I just had to share a message that you know we have to do better we have to stand up for this man and just do better for the our community and fight for our community um I've talked about uh, let's see natural hair um women like different cultures you know and uh, colorism um so it's not Mm -hmm. just political things I try to talk about a lot of things that plague um people of color But um, this season, I'm working on season two right now, uh, I'm really getting more into the mental aspect of everything. You know, we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, and I feel like um, we forget the mental aspect of everything and how it takes an effect on us. So I want to talk about that. I know it's hard for everybody our age is in school on top of that, and then we all have businesses that we're trying to cultivate. And- um, get out to the world in the middle of everything going on so I really want to focus on that but it's just all about um, what's going on right now I try and stay in the present and um, you know get to whatever may be going on you know
0: so, yeah <laughs> no, that's a good answer that's a wonderful answer and I know for podcaster to podcaster you know, as we're making episodes, different things are also happening outside in the world, and so bringing that and incorporating that into our episodes, and it, it makes a really big difference, and I want, you mentioned age, and you meant, I mentioned audience, period, because you're 15, Jalen's 17, and Lauren, y'all, Lauren really does not look 15, but we're gonna, <laughs> not <look> that um, <laughs> you really don't, but Lauren's 15, Jalen's 17, and I know in my first episode, I talked with the Jayla Marie, um, a really nice friend of mine, and I love her, business friend. She's really awesome, and she does natural hair. She does hair oil as well, and um, she was 15 at the time. She's 16 now, but being in this society and being young or being youth and trying to jump a business is really hard. Especially considering, I'm sure we are still students, and um, college is probably in the conversation as well. And uh, Sophia, I want you to also talk about what is it like with the, working with these students who are students, but they're also trying to jumpstart this business. And they're trying to do this, and they're trying to do that. How is that? And you know, you all can take that question and uh, run with it. I'll just point. Wait, like, <laughs> Sophia you can go first
3: got it got it um so I'll say like overall it is like very inspiring to see because me at 29 I see y'all and I was like at 15 16 17 I was not I probably couldn't even tell you what an entrepreneur was um <laughs> And so I like stumbled into this field. I was a teacher prior to this, working with like middle school and high school students. And then I got introduced to light from a friend who was volunteering and I've been working here now for three years. So it's really incredible and inspiring to see youth, um, especially who have school, who have jobs um and then still will show up every single week as I was just telling Lauren and Jalen before we got started we have our newest semester of students um, and so we worked with these students virtually throughout Lauren and Jalen we actually had to stop in the middle of the semester and go from in-person to virtual and you know it's really amazing to see that you know despite um their age and so many other things that they can be doing they will wake up On a Sunday morning um, join a session that afternoon or evening they will hop on the phone with us throughout the week and still work on this idea and put in so many extra hours so to me um, you know it's really awesome and then working as like a manager like with light I also have to work with adults when it comes to seeing how can we get funding and all of this to ensure that we can ensure these entrepreneurial objects uh uh, projects do happen and there's a whole entrepreneurial like ecosystem from like youth to Mm -hmm. college youth adults and so it always amazes me like how underestimated youth are, is in the conversation because they always will focus on adults um, right so I try to use my position when I'm facing students like to ensure like one with so much and how you have going on how can we manage your time how can we help you make that happen and then in conversations with adults making sure that they also remember the importance of youth entrepreneurship and how that feeds into a community and like the whole ecosystem of like wanting to build a community through entrepreneurship
0: That's awesome. Um, I completely agree. I think the youth are underestimated in a lot of different ways because, you know, as, you know, the youth, we're supposed to do what the adults say, you know, in some people's eyes, that's how it's supposed to be. And I don't know about y'all, but I was on Instagram the other day and I was fawning over a second grader who has a business (laughs) and she, okay, I'm sorry, but I love her. And I was so excited when she commented on something of mine, but it's fine. But anyway, she has a business and I'm like, people at like eight, nine, 10 years old are creating businesses. She has like a fanny packs, you know, purse business. And it's just like, we're capable of so much. And I always talk about this power factor that youth have. um, When we are at such a young age, we're told you can do anything, but then you know, adults don't really instill it in us because just as they've gotten older, that dream may have died out. But we have to keep that factor that, you know, anything is possible. Anything is definitely possible, especially if you can be eight years old, creating a business. Um, But go ahead and continue on, uh, Lauren and Jalen, with how that underestimation um, fuels you.
1: Jalen, go ahead,
0: I'll go. Well, I will mainly just say, Time management is
2: key. Like, it's been so many times where I didn't have to uh, get packages out but at the same time get assignments done and just truly having uh, – taking pride in what you do. Like, I, I, I take a lot of pride in both my business and my school work because I want to make sure that I'm putting out good products I want to make sure that I'm also getting my work done still keeping on my, my grade point average and just make sure that I'm having a great balance in between what I'm doing, whether that's my business or just school work.
0: Yeah. Um, Time management is something I'm not good at and um, being a student and also trying to do this as well as 10,000 other things. um, I definitely know we can be extremely hard, but I'm going to need to take some of your time management because I do not have it at all. Like I'm being serious. Like I'm being very transparent because I do not have it and it's not good, but that's Uh, OK. It's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy.
1: I completely agree. My time management it's it's uh I've been working on it, it's getting a lot better, but it's uh still not quite there. But um as far as being underestimated, um I get on a lot of calls and uh, you know, Zoom meetings and things like that. And I say, you know, I'm fifteen and people are like you're 15, what? <laughs> and it's like, you know, they don't expect someone my age to be able to do, you know, thing or speak the way I speak or, you know, be able to talk on on the level I, uh, you know, can talk about things and be educated about it at the same time. So honestly, it's just kind of, I, I kind of like it when people are surprised by, you know, my level of, jeez, I cannot follow my words today. When no, um,
0: I understand what you're trying to say.
1: Yeah, when they, when they see where I'm at as far as, you know, what I'm doing with myself and my business and how I'm reaching out to people, it's just like, yeah, I'm 15. I'm doing this. So I'm, I'm out here. so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm doing the best I possibly can. And with school, it's a whole different ballpark. I try and keep up with school. I I do pretty good with keeping up with school, I would say, and just adding on my podcast on top of it. Honestly, I'm learning to cultivate, like bring the two together. Today I was in class and um, we were having a really good discussion and I just learned, you know, sometimes when it's appropriate, you know, I just do a little plug, say, hey, you guys, I have a podcast. Um, and I told some of my hey. classmates, like, right? <laughs> I would love for them to be on it because uh, they're very opinionated and they have, they're educated just like me, and it's a lot of us out here that care about the things going on, so you just have to learn how to bring the two together and make it work sometimes. Oh my gosh, like yes, I never thought about dropping a shameless plug in my history
0: <laughs> class because, I mean, I'm not about to talk about that in history class when we're talking about um, the Civil War, but that's um, that's that's very interesting, it's very, it's very you know, you're promoting your business. And I completely uh, uh, support that. Um, I also want to talk about briefly um, uh, how your business has shifted since the pandemic. Has anything changed? Has anything spiked? Have Lauren, have you gotten more listeners? And Jalen, have you gotten more buyers and consumers? So what does that look like? And also, Sophia, you can take this question as well as you know, has the promotion for Light Memphis, has that taken off? And have you reached more students and more, you know, youth? So, whoever wants to take that, one, we can take it. Um, I
1: don't know, I guess I'll start off. Um, so I started off, my my first episode, I believe was in June. So we were we were already in the midst of the pandemic, but I would say, um, as far as the research I've done on other podcasts and things of that nature, it's a lot, it's, it's, I wouldn't say easier, but you can advertise to them a little bit better. Like, come on, you're just sitting at home Why don't you, you know, listen mm-hmm. to me talk about the things we have going on to, in today's society. What else do you have to do, you know? So yeah. um, people are, they're sitting at home, they don't have anything else to do. So it's like, just shaping or changing your your branding or maybe um the way you advertise to people that's most of the change in the pandemic but also you know what we talk about in our episodes and things of that sort like I know uh I'm gonna have to talk about this vaccine and uh the progression as far as you know caring or getting to a solution for this uh virus so. yeah
0: I agree go ahead um Jalen you can take it go ahead
2: uh, I would definitely say that I have gotten more buyers and mainly just because I've been able to just have a lot of more free time to just brand and market and really just get a lot more people to even know about my brand. I've been able to uh, text a lot of people, um, uh, go different, go to a couple different places and maybe hand out cards, just do a lot, of, a lot more things, I would say. And especially like with social media and like, I would say to anybody that has like a brand, Social media is where it's like with branding and just marketing and getting your product out there. So I would definitely say that I've been able to gain a much bigger audience throughout awesome. this high pandemic. Yeah.
3: Um, we had to get really creative here at Light. Um, a lot of nonprofits, especially youth-based nonprofits, had to deal with a lot of challenges with the schools being closed because that's mainly how we got in front of students um, to promote what we do. Um, especially with us in the summertime. So we had to get really, really, really creative with our social media as well. Um, even reaching out to our own students to get us connected with like where they're involved with to spread the outreach even more. Um, we've been really fortunate to still um, get students who applied. Um, I think uh, it's something really special when a student like applies, cause they're like, hey, I'm at home, what else am I doing? Why don't I start trying uh, my own business? We've seen many of our students feel very rejuvenated in this process or even, um, pivot, uh, some of our past students pivot to launch and develop some of their business to help what's going on, whether it's creating masks or different things that with PBE. Um, but it's definitely been um, a challenge, but we're trying to innovate. That's something that we always have to teach our students. Problems happen, how can you problem solve and think of something new. Um, And then also we're trying to make it known like, hey, you know, this pandemic is affecting a lot of communities. We know was particularly the Black community very effective. And so by default, we know the youth is affected. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure that like our programming still exists, so then our students can still be doing something like fruitful like outside of school, um, but also be mindful of screen time because you know that our students are also around school all day. So we're trying to make our sessions still engaging, how can we make them fun and interesting for our students to be a part of. So a lot of challenges are juggling, but you got to gotta try to be innovative. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's what I'm getting out of this is innovation is definitely key and creativity. I mean, I'm still kind of getting over the fact that Lauren dropped a shameless pug in her um, history class because that's something (laughs) I'm definitely, I mean, I'm definitely not um, trying to do that. But do you all have any goals that the people can look for? Or you have any long-term goals that you're looking at? Something that you can actually share with us? Because you know. I got my own goals in mind that I'm not trying to share with nobody right now, but something (laughs) I'm serious. you got to keep some things private. Cause it's like people, (laughs) people gonna have to wait. The people gonna have to wait to see what Talisa got in store. But, um, do you all have any goals that you would actually like to share that the people can look forward to? Maybe, um, Jalen, you have some more merch coming out or some different kind of merch and Lauren, you have, you know, different guests, you know, for your episodes.
1: I'm not about to talk first the t- entire time. Y'all go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I I do have uh, a new collection coming out uh, starting February first, and I I thought about saying like what it was gonna be like based on, but I kind of want to wait. I think I'm gonna wait.
0: Okay, we well, are gonna wait on Jalen until he does <laughs> that. Exactly, I love it. All right, Lauren, what you got?
1: <laughs> um, basically, I'm just trying to get my listener count up, so uh, I have. magic number in my head that I'm uh shooting for hopefully you know it'll surpass that but I'm just you know I really want to be able to my biggest goal is to be able to produce episodes that I'm like fundamentally proud of because as a as a podcaster you know you can kind of just critique I critique every episode I put out and I just want to be happy with everything I produce just I feel strong and solid about it. That's my main goal with these episodes, just to create something that I'm really proud of and happy to put out, you know. So. I've never related to a statement, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, honestly, because I was literally doing one episode and I did something and I was like, why do I sound like that? I do not talk like that. And yeah. I was like, it's not being changed it happens you know it happens Mm -hmm. and I critique myself I'll listen to an episode three times I'm like Talisa you've already done a lot to it I don't know what else to do but um Sophia does light have any goals um or anything new for the school I mean not for the school Lord, (laughs) we're not a school but um anything new for your um for your entrepreneurs
3: yeah, absolutely. We we have a ton of goals, um, just continuing to see the organization grow, of course, um, with our numbers. Um, but immediate goals, I'm actually going to do a plug right now, where we are always looking for student entrepreneurs. So we have a semester that starts in the spring. We actually have an upcoming semester starting in February. So our application's rolling. If you go to the Light Memphis website, www.lightmemphis.lite.org, you can actually apply. We're, we're looking for students in high school. So if you are a high school student, you can apply. We give funding for ideas, support for your idea, and coaching, um, as you see with Lauren and Jalen, who both participated in the program. So that is a goal right now. There is definitely to continue to get more students. So whoever's watching and you're in high school, you should apply.
0: Yes, you you really should. I love it. Um, but uh, do you have any last comments or anything that you would love to say to the people? It can be anything. Honestly, um, it can be long. It can be sweet and short. It doesn't matter. Um, something I just always ask of my guests because we always want to make a lasting impact with our words. So. <laughs> Lauren um, said she is not going first so Jalen you might as well muster up something
2: <laughs> uh, my, well the main thing I can say is follow your dreams and it's so cliche but honestly just follow your dreams because you never know what what new idea or what thought or what new hobby that can really turn into something great for the, for the rest of the world and um, mainly just use your gifts Because I've really been able to use my gifts within my business, just within my life. And it has truly been like some of the, being able to be an entrepreneur has been like some of the best months and best years of my life. So I I truly encourage people to just use their gifts and go out and do anything that they truly please and really want to do. So that's what I have to say.
0: Oh, I love that. And using your gifts and using your talents can somehow in some way, I think, inevitably lead you to your purpose. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we have like, you know, gifts and we have talents. And I know I have a lot of gifts and talents, but it's not necessarily my purpose. So come on. I love that. That's a key point. I love it. <laughs> All right, Lauren, this second timer. Come on. <laughs>
1: You're- Uh, first of all i just want to say thank you for having me on your show today i want to remind everybody listening to be kind to yourself to you know congratulate yourself pat yourself on the back sometimes in the middle of this pandemic um you know look out for the second season of i tell america voices of gen z january 2021 and uh yeah that's all i have to say
0: um i love it um i'm waiting for season two and sophia do you have anything for us, for the people?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my thing is um, just to really just go for it. You know, don't be afraid if you fail a first, second, or third time. Like, in entrepreneurship, there are so many stories of, like, how people's first time trying was, like, not most successful at all. And that's yeah. how it's supposed to be. You know, you learn. So go for it. Try something new if you've been itching to try it. And, you know, you will improve as time continues to go on. Um, So that's really just like my word there, of course. Um, And then I also want to say, once again, we are looking for student entrepreneurs. So (laughs) if you want to practice that and, you know, go over the hump of that fear, Light Memphis is a great program for that. Um, And then also, of course, I do want to thank you for having us here, Talisa. This is incredible. Um, This is an awesome program. So I appreciate that you would invite me. Um, as
0: well (laughs) thank you thank you and you should definitely listen to Sophia I mean she is the program director so I mean I don't know why you wouldn't listen to her (laughs) I know that this is food for the soul for some students because students really want to get into hair they really want to get into you know make wigs and they want to you know do hair and do natural hair stuff and even clothing lines like the amount of YouTubers that have gotten started during this pandemic and our creative juices have started to flow, I don't understand why you wouldn't, you know, get an extra hand or an extra support or extra pat on the back from Sophia and the rest of the gang and the rest of the team. So um, I really want to thank you all because believe it or not, this was actually a lot of food for my soul as well. And I'm definitely going to try that shameless plug, um, Lauren. <laughs> because I just I've never thought about that I just don't know why I would I don't know but um thank you so much and I really appreciate you all